Hello and welcome back to the Feral Woman Podcast. I'm your host Kelly Dawn and today we're going to be talking about what to do when manifesting feels really hard. When it feels like you've hit a wall, when it feels like things aren't working, when you're starting to get frustrated and you're ready to throw in the towel, I'm going to share with you a few things that really help me whenever I'm in this space. Before we get into that, I want to let you know that there are currently three spaces available for my spiritual mentorship, Awaken Your Inner Witch. This is a six-week one-to-one program designed to help you learn the practical elements of witchcraft, along with developing a deeper connection to your own inner witch, the version of you who is showing up in the world, being intuitively guided, saying yes to your desires, showing up fully expressed in all areas, and really tapping into your personal power in the deepest way. If you want the full details of this program, they will be linked up below in the show notes. And let's get in to today's episode. So whenever we are manifesting, essentially what we're doing is moving ourselves onto a frequency where our desires already exist. Everything has already been created. Everything is available for us right now in the present moment. But if we're not experiencing what we desire, if we're not seeing what we want reflected in our personal reality, what that means is that we just have to make some adjustments. We have to go within and align to the frequency of the experience that we desire. We do this by changing the way that we think, changing the way that we feel, and from that place, we show up in the world differently. What's happening though, when we are making these changes, is that we are leaving behind an old personality. We are leaving behind beliefs, thoughts, previous patterns and conditioning, behaviors, that supported us in the reality that we are choosing to shift out of. So for example, if you are moving into a place where you want to experience more ease with your money, you are ready to let go of this story that money has to be hard, that you have to work really hard for it, that you need to struggle and sacrifice, and you are moving into this place where you want to invite more ease and flow with your finances. The version of you who's in that reality does not think that making money is hard. The version of you who's in the reality where money comes easily does not have a belief that having more money and having more money come easily is a bad thing. So we just have to make these little adjustments. We have to make these little tweaks internally. And from that place, we show up in the world differently. But our old personality, even though we know it's not what we want to take with us, it will cling on and it will try to lure us back. It will try to lure us back into this energy of fear and lack and scarcity, anger, resentment, all of these different things that we know we don't want more of. It will try to lure us back and it can be very tempting. It can be very tempting because even though we know that's not what's going to serve us, it's comfortable. It is comfortable to be in that place if we have dwelled there for a long period of time. If you grew up in a certain environment that you know is not the healthiest environment, even though you know that to be true, It can be very difficult to break patterns because even though that old environment wasn't beneficial to you, it was comfortable. It was known to you. And I don't know exactly the way Joe Dispenza puts this, but he says something about how we have to be more in love with the mystery than our history. 
We have to be more in love and more committed to what it is that we are moving into, this new reality that we know is available for us, even though we don't see it yet. We have to be so committed and focused on that that our history no longer pulls us back. This is when manifestation can feel like a battle. This is the same kind of feeling that addicts go through when they are moving through withdrawal symptoms. If you have ever been addicted to something and you have decided to stop, you know that that can feel like the ugliest, messiest time. But what's on the other side of that, what's on the other side of that messiness is absolutely beautiful. So that's what we want to do. We want to keep focusing on where we're going, on the mystery, on the unseen, knowing and trusting that even though the comfort of our past might be available for us to move into, it's not where we want to be anymore. There are a few things I like to do. I have a few different practices that really help me when I'm in this space. The first one is remembering that this is a practice, remembering that manifestation, while it is something that we naturally do as human beings, whenever we get a thought for something and we think, oh, wow, I would love to experience that. And then we go about creating changes within ourselves, and we take some different actions to create that we're manifesting. So we're doing it 24 seven, but manifesting with intention and moving from this place of desire, saying yes to our desires. That is a practice that not many of us were taught. It's not like we had a manifestation class back in public school. That'd be really cool though. Maybe they have that these days. I don't know. But when I went to school, we were learning math and how to write in cursive and spelling and the basics. We did not learn about manifestation. And so giving ourselves some grace here and remembering that this is a practice. Pam Grout in her book, it's either E squared or E cubed. I don't remember which one talks about training the mind like you would train a puppy. And I love that example because, you know, I'm a crazy dog mom. But I find it really helpful to remember that when we are training a puppy, getting wrapped up in a bunch of drama around why the puppy isn't house trained yet, or going into a bunch of stories and getting all wrapped up emotionally and getting entangled in a bunch of different emotions because the puppy isn't house trained yet, isn't going to be the most beneficial thing. Instead, what we can do is realize that the puppy is going to have some accidents. It's not going to get trained on day one, probably. And when those things happen, all we do is move the puppy outside to remind the puppy that it goes to the bathroom outside instead of inside. And when we take the emotion out of this, when we don't get hard on ourselves and we don't make ourselves wrong, for not being there yet, wherever, quote unquote, there is for you, not feeling like you should be further along, not getting down on yourself because you should know this already, right? When we're in this space where we're seeing it as a practice and we're bringing some lightness to this, we're bringing some grace and gentleness to this, it can make this stage of the manifestation process feel so much easier. Secondly, what I love to do is really connect to my vision. And when I work with clients, having a clear vision is so, so important because I always remind them that this is what's available for you. You would not have a vision for what you want to create in your life and business if it was not available to you. And when you have a vision that truly compels you, like it is the thing that gets you out of bed. It is the thing that feels so good to focus on. 
the energy of that powerful, compelling vision will pull you away from the past self that wants to cling. It can be the thing that helps move you into a state of openness, into a state of growth and expansion instead of wanting to run back to the familiar past. And when it comes to having a vision, this isn't something that you need to sit around and picture 24-7. In fact, it's a lot more helpful to potently tap into your vision for one minute or two minutes at a time than it is to try to force yourself to live in that reality all day long. When we do that, we miss it on the present moment and we end up just getting lost in a fantasy world. That's not really going to be helpful. But having a vision that connects to you emotionally or that you connect to emotionally rather, that is the thing that will pull you away from the old self that wants to sink its claws into you at this stage of the game. And the last thing that I find really helpful are doing things to help my body feel safe. Because it's going to be very difficult for us to manifest new experiences if those new experiences feel unsafe in our body. So using money for an example, it's going to be difficult to manifest more money if it feels unsafe for you to receive or hold that in your body. This is a huge one, a huge one for so many people. And so consciously, we might have a desire for luxury travel, your dream home, your dream car, your dream relationship, millions of dollars. Consciously, you might have all of that stuff planned out. You have a vision board made. It looks like like the perfect dream life that you are so ready to manifest. But if your body does not feel safe with those things, with those experiences, it's going to be like hitting the gas pedal and the brake at the same time. So some different things that we can do to bring safety to the body is firstly normalizing the vision, normalizing the goals that you have, the the different things that you're manifesting. What can be helpful here is having a bigger picture vision that you see for your life overall, for your life and your business, and then bringing smaller elements of that bigger picture reality into your current life to help it feel normal. An example around this is If in your dream life, you always have fresh, beautiful flowers on your kitchen table, maybe that's something that you just know you're going to have. You're going to have beautiful gardens outside. You love flowers. You're always going to have beautiful flowers in the house. Well, even though you might not be in your dream house yet, and even though that might feel really big and out of reach and maybe a little bit scary, you could buy yourself a bouquet of flowers to put on your table, even if you do it once a month. That is going to help normalize this bigger picture vision. Another thing that I love doing is tapping. Whenever fear comes up, whenever anxiety starts to settle in, I immediately go to YouTube. I love Brad Yates. He is my go-to person for tapping. There are many, many other people out there who are absolutely fantastic, but he's been around for years. I think he has, I think he's been doing YouTube videos for about 13 years. And so you can go onto his YouTube channel and hit the search bar and whatever it is that you feel you need help with. Anything anything that you want to move through you, that you want to process, that you want to shift, chances are he has a video on his channel for that. So I go to YouTube, I pop on a Brad Yates video, I do some tapping, and within minutes, within minutes of tapping, I feel instantly better. I feel like I can breathe easier, I feel grounded in my body, 
and I feel so much safer in my little meat suit. Then what I like to do after tapping is I will grab my journal and I'll start writing out who the version of me is who's in the reality that I know is meant for me. And I find this very soothing, maybe just because I've been journaling for so long. Journaling itself is a very safe feeling practice for me. And I also find it really beneficial for moving energy. Like when you journal with a pen and paper, I'm not talking about journaling on your computer because there's there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But when you're using good old fashioned pen and paper, it moves energy differently. So I will grab a journal and I'll start writing things out, asking myself questions like, well, who is the version of me who's already there? What would she be focusing on right now? How would she be thinking? How does she see herself? What are her standards? What are her boundaries? So on and so forth. And I go into as much detail as possible until I get to a place where I'm feeling deeply connected to that version of me. And that starts to feel very true for me. That version of me starts to feel more true than the version of me who wants to dwell in the fear, in the lack, in the scarcity, or whatever's coming up for me from my past. The other thing that I have been absolutely loving lately is grabbing my phone, opening up the voice note app, and speaking what I desire into existence, while also acknowledging what I have currently been choosing. And I don't have an actual script for this, so what I'll share with you next is just kind of like a off-the-cuff riff on what this could sound like. But let's say you're feeling really fearful, you're feeling in lack, you're worried that things aren't working, and you want to shift out of that. What I do when I'm in this space is I will open up a voice note app and I will say something like, right now I am choosing to feel fear. Right now I am choosing to worry. Right now I am choosing to dwell in the energy of lack and scarcity. I am making this choice because in the past, this is what I thought was normal. In the past, this is what I found comforting. In the past, this is what I chose. Now that I'm here in the present moment, I'm going to choose something different. Now that I see the reality that I am choosing to experience, me as the universe in human form, me as pure consciousness in a human body is going to choose something different. And so from this place, what would I like to experience? This is what I'm choosing now. And then I will list out a lot of the things that I just journaled around. I am now choosing to be this way. I'm now choosing to feel this way. I am now this person. And I will speak all of this with so much force and so much power. I can't deny it. What we're doing here is affirming the reality that we want to be experiencing. We are telling ourselves the story that we want to be in. And when we speak things out loud, we are casting spells. We are casting spells. Your words have a frequency. Your words are energy. And energy forms matter. That's how we bend and shape reality, through our energy. And so our thoughts, extremely important because they too are energetic, as well as the words that we speak, followed with the actions that we take and how we decide to move through the world, that's what shapes things. And so I combine these different practices until I'm in a space where the reality that I know is meant for me, it feels so close. Like it feels so close. I can almost taste it. I can feel it. I'm like right in it. And once I do this, once I go through the different things that we just talked about in today's episode, the past, the past version of me that wants to cling so desperately (laughs) to me in order to pull me back into the comfort of the known past 
it doesn't feel like that big of a deal anymore. I can see it for what it is. I can acknowledge it. And what I I talk to everything. I just, I talk to everything all the time. And so I'll often look at that past and I'll joke around. And I'm like, hey, nice try. <laughs> it was really cute there, what you tried to do to get me to go back into fear, lack, and scarcity, but I'm not buying it. I'm going to choose what I want to experience instead right now. Thanks for showing up, but I'm going to go with something else right now. And again, bringing this, this energy of playfulness and lightness to the manifestation process can help you experience so much more ease because when we lighten the fuck up and we don't take ourselves so seriously, things tend to click into place so much faster, so much easier. All right, that is what I have for you today. If you want to connect further, the best place to find me is over on Instagram at I am Kelly Dawn. If you love today's episode, I would be super grateful if you could leave a five-star review on whatever app you're listening to this to. That helps more people find this free content. I hope you have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. And as usual, I can't wait to speak with you in the next episode.